Shalom, 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 Israel. This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. And welcome to the first day of the week. This is the first day of the week, I should say. Uh, the day that the mouth of the nation calls Sunday. And um, welcome to the Follow of the Way podcast. I pray that you've had a great Shabbat. I pray that everybody's doing well. I pray that you are in good spirits and the Most High has been keeping us in everything that we've been doing right now, uh, waking us up to more spiritual matters and everything like that instead of looking at these distractions that we're seeing in the world. Um, not going to be talking about the things that's going on in, in the world right now. Um, I think I'll take a break from that. Kind of have some th- other things that I want to say today. Um, and this one goes out to the men today, um, women, you're more than welcome to hear this. Hopefully you, if you're with your husband, um, or you have a significant other you're with that you guys could both hear this together. Um, just some things that I've, um, noticed and even experienced within, um, people that I know that's claim to be in this walk, um, something that you wouldn't expect for a lot of people in this walk to be going through. Um, but one, number one, I, I, I just want to say this is that, um, many, um, um, everybody has problems, you know, being a mar- in a relationship, being married in this walk or in this world, any period, married period, um, is challenging and should not be taken lightly you know it's the society has made it very easy to um society has made it very easy for people to just go ahead and divorce and get rid of uh uh, a marriage you know now all circumstances aren't um all circumstances are not the same. Sometimes some and what um, uh, marriages should be, you know, should end. Um, right. Certain situations such as, you know, adultery. Um, and there's so many different forms of adultery that people don't really realize especially if you're in, if you're in a covenant with the father. Um, but, or abuse. That's pretty much it. For everything else, you should, everything else a person should, a couple should work through. It's not, this is not an easy thing. You know, sometimes it's not going to be, you know, you're not always going to get along. It's not going to be hunky-dory and peaches and cream and um, sunshine and rainbows. It's all, sometimes it's going to be some storms along the way. There's going to be some problems along the way. Um, but the thing is, if you, we work toward these things, if we work toward better marriages and, 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 and these things, then we should be able to endure, Right. That's just the bottom line. So, anyway, it goes. We should be getting ourselves together, because I mean, if if it's not, if beyond those things, if there's these things that 
that are not uh, like I said, if you're if you have a spouse that's cheating or um, trying to um, get you to follow a false Elohim, you know, that, that, that's that's that could be divorce and abuse. All right. That's pretty much it. Anything else you guys should be trying, everybody should be trying to get on a better understanding, a better uh, foundation, um, and, and, and work together to make their marriage work. You can't just let somebody go if you don't like how they're treating you uh, today or from one day to the next. Okay? So with that being said, I'm going to say this. Um... Men, we have a responsibility to take care of our wives. We have a responsibility to be husbands that are in the light and the, and, and the framework of the Mashiach, right? We have a responsibility. Being the head of a relationship does not mean... You're the dictator. It does not mean that you get to, get to write to put your hands on these women to, you know, we are as, as men of this household, of our families, we are supposed to be the priest of our home. Right? And all the time, a wife, some, some wives are not going to, I've seen, um, I've seen relationships where the husband and the wife are not together even on the spiritual level but she lets him do his thing spiritually and he's he's just trying to walk it out i've seen this just try to walk this thing out and eventually uh the most high has brought it where they uh they were able to get together and now they're worshiping together and things like that i've seen this with my own eyes and men we do not have a right to be trying to usurp authority over our wives. Yes, we are the head. Yes, we are the leader, spiritual leader as well. But we are not supposed to, you, you, we, these, these Hebrews that, that do these things, um, it, it, I don't, it, it bothers me. It bothers me, brothers and sisters. Actually, I know some brothers that, that, are, that are doing things to their wives. Their wives are scared. And they're using the Bible to back up what they're, what they're reasoning, why, why they do things, if they're putting their hands on these women. And part of me wants to put my hands on them. That's just the bottom line of the matter. Man, we have got to do better in this walk because our example, how we're portrayed, how we're acting, the entire world sees. We cannot be acting like the rest of the world. We cannot be acting like we used to act before we came into this walk, even on how we treat our wives. Now, women, if you decide to stay with the man, if he's working with you, if you even if you, you're praying for him and he decided to stay with somebody that is putting their hands on you, I cannot argue with you on that. You know, 
Maybe have somebody else help you pray on him. Maybe if you can talk to somebody that's 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 in the walk that you could have them, the man, talk to him and tell him he's wrong or something. I know these things are sticky situations. I know this. A lot of times I see these women don't know what to do. But it, here's it's a problem. It's a problem. All right. So. Let me read Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty one. Through uh, 31. 21 through 31. All right, so it says, subjecting yourselves to each other in the fear of Elohim. In the fear of Elohim. All right? Right? So that's first off. Subjecting yourselves to each other in the fear of Elohim. So we should both be working together. We should be helping each other out. We're supposed to be living Torah, right? Here we go. Wives, subject yourselves to your own husbands as to the master. So the way you would subject yourselves to the, the Mashiach, the Elohim, is the way you subject yourselves to the father, to your husbands, right? Here we go. Let's get this, let's break this down. Because the husband is head of the wife, and also the Messiah is head of the assembly, and he is a savior of the body. But as the assembly is a subject to Messiah, so also let the wives be to their own husbands in every respect. Husbands, love your wives as Messiah also did love the assembly and gave himself for it in order to set it apart and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word in order to present it to himself a splendid assembly, not having spot or wrinkle or any of this sort, but that it might be set apart and blameless. In this way, husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but feeds and cherishes it as also the master does the assembly. Now, people got a problem. I've seen arguments. People got a problem with the word wives subject your husbands. But the only way you it's, it's, it's a thing of you following. And men, we should be leading by example. It's a thing of following. Just like we follow the Torah, the law, statutes, and commandments of the most high. Right. It's like we follow these things. Everything's in order. So we're following the master. If we follow him correctly, then we have no problem with subjecting ourselves or being a servant to one another. Right. It is not a whole thing like the woman is supposed to be doing all these things. Right. We, we have to get this out of our mind that the man and the woman are separate or unequal. Or even this whole thing right now with what's going on with like a hey, the men and the women can be equal and can do everything each other. No, that's ridiculous. Right. There's things that I can do that my wife can't do. And there's definitely things that my wife can do that I that I'm unable to do. Right. Together, we complete one another. That's the bottom line, guys. That's the bottom line. So if you can't, if you're unable to get to, to get on common ground with your wife, then you must check on it yourself. You can't force anybody to do anything. A woman or anybody's not going to follow, follow. Look, we just had these elections, right? When we believe in these politicians' lies, 
we go ahead and they get our vote. We follow after them. The only time that we lose respect is when we see that they have not kept their promises. Right? Same thing with us. Men, if you have a work and a word that you're supposed to be doing, and you're doing this work and this word, and you're following, leading it out. Now, unless she's just completely like the, like the, like the woman that's version in Proverbs, she's, unless she's completely like that, there's really nothing you can do about it. But forcing anybody to do anything is not the key. You have to lead by example. You can set the rules in your household. If she doesn't abide by it, a lot of times you're not always there. If she doesn't abide by it, what are you going to do? What you can do is go to the, on your knees and pray. And by going on your knees and pray, then you can start working on yourself. Like, what are you doing that is causing her? If, 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 you're doing, if your wife or woman is doing stuff to, do, to please you out of fear and not because she wants to, because she loves you, then that's not something you want to be in with anyway. It means you're a dictator, you're a tyrant, and you need to be stopped. Right? You see, when he's talking about the husbands, subject yourselves to your own husbands, right? You're not going out there flying around. As to the master. As to the master. That's, the, that's reminding them that the master is always in control. We subject ourselves to the master, then she's same way, right, man, she's to subject herself to us. Right? Husband's ahead of the wife, also is the Messiah is ahead of the assembly. He is a savior of the body. He is a savior of the body. Husbands, you're supposed to be somewhat a savior. Somewhat. I say that loosely. Right? Husbands, love your wives as Messiah also did love the assembly and gave himself for it. If you're not willing to give your set your life aside for your wife or for your family, then what is you what are you doing? You, you what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? The woman's we're not our goal is not for people to serve us or to be we're not to be served. We're to serve. And it also says, husband, love your wife as you love yourself. If you loved yourself, would you beat yourself? If you loved yourself, would you put your hands on yourself? That's where we lose it. That's where we miss it. A lot of times we want to, even on a lot of scriptures, period, we want to read certain things and we just want to just stop right there and not continue along with the reading. Love your wives as you love yourself. Would you like it if your wife or if anybody was cheating on you? Would you like it if you was, had, had, people was putting their hands on you, making you feel low? Would you do that to yourself? Man, we got to get better in this. We're running out of time on so many different levels. And stop with the trying to worry about getting another wife. We're not even in that. We're not even in Jerusalem anymore. 
the laws of this land doesn't even allow for us to have multiple wives. And if you're unable to take care of one wife, how are you going to be able to take care of two, three wives? Scripture says to be able to give to each wife exactly what they need, what they deserve. Right. So what I'm seeing is it looks like we, we're, we a lot of our men are hating ourselves. And that's OK. That's OK. But before you can you can you can't push and force anything on anybody. Before you can force or, or, or make or get your woman to follow in line. You have to be in line. Right. It's first the father, the son, the husband, then the wife. The father first loved us. He loved us. Then he gave his son to us to give us opportunity to come back. This perfect lamb to give us come back to the covenant. Right? The, son, the father didn't beat the son. The son didn't say, oh, I'm not coming down there for Israel. The stiff neck people. So what right do you have as a man to put your hands on your wife? Or force her to do anything? What right do you have to have these women scared? It's not acceptable out there in the world. It's not acceptable. It's definitely not acceptable out there here, out here in this walk. And we have to do better. And for you camps and you all these so-called super brews that's running out here telling these men and say making these men feel treat these women like that, may judgment come upon you. Too much stupidity going on in Israel right now. Well, Yasharal right now. Yasharal means we supposed to be walking upright before Elohim. Righteous. Love your husband, love your wife as you love yourself. Now, I'm not saying that the women are all right and everything. You got to say some stuff that's out of pocket to us sometimes. But it's not this, this was not this is about, this is about speaking to the men and those of you that are doing right to buy your wife of course it's not for you but what you gonna do when the enemy comes to your door to vaccinate you or comes to your door to, to take you into camps or to do any of these things and they go to grab your wife or beat up on your wife you gonna let them are you going to let another man put his hands on you, on your woman? If you said no, I'm glad you said that. If you, if, if you say no, then you should not be putting your hands on your woman. If you're not going to let another man come in and do that, then you shouldn't be doing it as well. Nowhere in scripture does it say beat your wives.
Matter of fact, if you read the Torah, we're supposed to be restoring each other, helping each other out, being kind to one another, especially your brother and your neighbor and your wife is considered your neighbor as well. Now, women, again, this doesn't mean you just talk to your man all out of pocket in any kind of way you want to, because you guys can be very loose with your words, right? Let's be real. You can be very loose with your words, and sometimes we cannot compete with you guys when it comes to verbal abuse. So sometimes what the man does is he gets physical, right? I'm not condoning any of that. Even if you speak, say something crazy to him. Let's just chill on that. We shouldn't be talking to each other like that either. But especially, men, if you're using the scriptures to, 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 to abuse your wife, will not read with your wife, will not pray with your wife, right? Will not do these things with your wife to teach her. You're not teaching her. She's not seeing you as a priest of your home. She's seeing you as a tyrant. Love your wives as you love yourself. And if you're not going to be the type of person to just go in the room and start punching your, in yourself or starving yourself or making you crawl or whatever the case may be, whatever it is you do to somebody else that you think is weaker than you, if you're not doing that to yourself, then stop doing it to her. If you hear my voice. I don't know what type of demographics I have to listen to this thing. I don't know if, if it's going to even get across to somebody. Somebody need to hear this type of stuff. But what you got to understand is what, you gotta, what you're doing is, brothers and sisters, when you're doing this, right? Men, if you're doing this, and you're claiming to be a follower of the way, and you're saying that you're a Hebrew Israelite, and you got your woman, you're doing all this other stuff like this. What happens if she gets fed up and she leaves and she leaves the walk? Or she leaves and goes to another Elohim. You know you just had her commit adultery in a spiritual sense. And we talked about before about your blood, their bloods being on your hands. You're causing her to sin. Then she goes and sins. She gets, she dies in her sin. Because she doesn't have nothing to do with the walk because of your stupidity. And what do you think is going to be on your hands now? Her blood is going to be on your hands. Right? Honestly, this is like, this, just think about that for a second. Let's get a little, let's get think spiritual for a second here. If you, unless you don't, unless you don't think this, anything else is going to be, uh, um, is going to come after this. But if you read the scripture, if you're supposed to know the scripture, it says death and then judgment. Well, you're going to get judged on what you did in your life. And if you're over here beating on your woman, when nowhere in the scripture does it say do that to your wife, if you're doing these type of things to your woman, what do you think is going to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to answer for that. So if you've been doing that, I know brothers that have done that to their women and they stopped and they've changed it and they turned around and now they had a happy marriage. You know, the first off, the most high doesn't like divorce anyway. 
But what do you what do you expect to happen if you if we treat these women like this? Yep. Even the scripture talks about in Matthew chapter five, verse twenty one or twenty two. Twenty two, but I say to you that whoever is wroth with his brother without a cause shall be liable for judgment. And whoever says to his brother Raka, or God's called no moron and something, shall be liable to the to the Sanhedrin. But whoever says you fool shall be liable to fire of Gehenna. Think about this and think about how you if you talk to your wife in any well kind of way, calling her names and everything. Same things for you women. But you know, I'm talking to men specifically today. You're liable for judgment. And then if you got a woman and you're still out here trying to hit the streets like you're, you're you know, you look at this woman, you know, you got you to gotta be careful, too, about committing this adultery. You heard that it said, verse 27 of Matthew chapter 5, you heard that it was said to those of you old, you should not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever... Looking at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You've already committed adultery, man. You're married. If your right eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out and throw it away from you. It doesn't literally mean pluck out your eye. But you need to get remove that thing from you. But it's better that you that you're one of your members perish than of your entire body. So, brothers and sisters, let's get, let's, 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 let's really think about the type of things we're doing. Let's think about these things that we're doing with our women to one another in this walk. We got enough to deal with, with the enemy trying to kill us and murder us and, 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 and wipe us out with these, with vaccines and things like that, than to be doing this type of stuff in our own household. Our own household should be a sanctuary, should be precious. Right. It should be filled with the spirit. It should be filled with joy. It should be filled with laughter. It should be filled with trying to come together and understand, or get together and prepare for what's coming up. Right. What's coming up. Right. Work together as a husband and wife team. You're one flesh. That means you're one mind. You are a cod. You mean you are one. Right. Even though you're two different people, but you should be on the same page. You should know, your wife should know that you got her back and you should know that you, she got yours. What we're doing is we're doing too much like the world and trying to keep a lot of the worldly things and thoughts into this stuff. Into, if you're having a problem with certain things, fast and pray. Kill that flesh, brothers and sisters. Let's, 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 let's come on. We should be working in harmony together, not on two different pages, not trying to dictate to one another. None of that. Men, you are the priest of your home. Act like it.
Love your wives like you love yourself. And if you claim you love yourself, I mean, are you going to have yourself? That, that's I think the problem is a lot of times, men, men, you don't love yourselves. We don't love one. We don't love ourselves. So how can we? We don't love ourselves. We can't show love to another being. That's what it is. So men, you don't. We never really taught how to show emotion. Know how to show love, right? A lot of us that's in this walk, we're learning how to be men because we didn't have men, fathers in our lives growing up. Same with you women. You know, there's the, the everything was stacked against us because of our, our disobedience. Scripture talks about how we're going to have, is going to be enmity between the husband and the wife. Right. All this stuff is part of these curses because of disobedience. But let's start, let's work on getting our favor and breaking these curses. So we have to go to the Father first. We have to ask him to guide us and teach us how to be better husbands, better fathers, better role models. Better priests in our home. Show us how to teach, how to preach, how to teach our women. And if you don't know something and your wife is reading and stuff like that, come together, learn. Learn. Have a discussion about it. Well, this is what I see. Okay, this is what I see. Read, get the, get the precepts. Get the precepts out. Read these things. Do the, uh, do the concordances. Grab all these. Get together. Work as a family. You guys will grow as a family. Grow together. Learning together. Your marriage will be better. But again, I say to any of you men that are out here that have been doing your women like this, who put your hands on them, I pray judgment comes to you. There's no need for that, Yashara. There's no need for that at all. We have got to do better. We got enough problems coming around, among, uh, above, uh, coming up on the horizons than to be doing this and to living like this and to being infidels, not taking care of our family. One who does not take care of his family is worse than an infidel. First Timothy chapter five. Let's just read that real fast. First Timothy chapter five. And if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he is denied the belief and is worse than an unbeliever. King James Version says an infidel. If anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the belief and is worse than an unbeliever. What does it say? So if you're not if you're not taking care of your wife, if you're beating on them, that's not that's not providing for her by beating on her. 
you're worse than the unbeliever. So quit saying that you believe in the Father and that you're Israel, because if you're doing this type of stuff at your own home, you're worse off than the unbeliever. Right? So I just wanted to let you leave that with you. I wanted to bring that to you some more attention because we're, I don't understand what's going on. I've been hearing about a lot of this stuff. I've been hearing about this just most recently. I heard about this um, um, and I wanted to find this person and put hands on them. But I can't. I can't. A lot of different reasons. First off, I was promised not to say nothing. And I don't want to make it bad for her. So the only thing I can do is pray. But I pray for uh, all types of problems for this man. So, brothers and sisters, if you are dealing with anything like that at all, especially my sister's, if you're able to, if it's that bad and you're not able to deal with it, I can't say, I can't tell you not to leave. I can't tell you to do anything. But I would pray. I would pray to the most high. And then see, and then make a decision, make a choice. That's what I would do. If you got to do it like a thief in a knife and get up out of there like a thief in a knife, brother and women, I'm not mad at you. There's brothers and sisters. I know a lot of people are doing marriage counseling, rebirth, and some guess find some Hebrews that's doing marriage counseling to help out if you really want to save your marriage. You know, try all avenues before you just give it up. But the man needs to be addressed and to be brought out and, and to be and to be and to be dealt with. That's what the assembly is for. It's not these things are not supposed to happen. So, brothers and sisters, I, I pray that. Something I said sunk in. You know, my my whole uh, thing of, of of this that I, I anything I do with this with this with this podcast or try to tell people is 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 warning and and, and sharing information uh, because of the uh, the times that we're in. And um, sometimes I I get. I, I'm faced with certain things that must be shared, and this is why this is this is this is out this is coming out today. And also, sometimes I think it's, a, it's it's good to take a break from the normal stuff because, in all reality, everything that we do should be has to be a reflection of the Most High anyway. And everything we do and everything we say, um, there's comes going to come a time where we shouldn't we're going to have to stop worrying about the stuff that's going on in the world and figure out a spiritual way to get out of it. And, and to get closer to the Father. Uh, you know, it's all about righteousness. 
You know, are we are we seeking righteousness in our walk? Right. And if you're seeking righteousness in this walk. Then uh, doing the things of uh, of the heathens. Being. Uh, um, you know. Unrighteous and and. Uh, now, putting your hands on your wife and all these other stuff or talking back to your husband in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a very, uh, I don't know how to say it, but belittling them or, 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 or you know, these things, is, these things we got to end. It's got to end, you know, it's just, it's, just it's, it's over, it's old. Aren't we over this stuff yet? Are we tired of being playing or living Willie Lynch's uh, whole plan out? Are we tired of being stiff neck? Are we tired of these things? I mean, the only reason all this stuff is happening and transpiring is because these people won't stop sinning. So we should be seeking out righteousness and trying to live what live right before this end is up. We're, the end is the end is near, brothers and sisters. So let's not die in our sins or die in stupidity, like you know. That's something you got to stand before judgment for. Please repent for that and, and purge yourself from these type of things. And then how are you, men, if you're out there teaching other people the ways of the most high and you're acting like this with your own wife, do you really think that they're going to listen to us? That's not light. That's not being there and, and representing the, the esteem of Elohim. He only punishes us because of our disobedience. He doesn't just beat us just because he puts us through trials to refine us. You can't say, men, if you're out there beating on your woman and things like that or 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 or, or whatever you're doing, you can't say that you're doing it to refine them. Because the father doesn't do anything evil. What you're doing is evil. What you're doing is wicked. And if you're unwilling to lay your life down for your wife, like the Mashiach laid his life down for us, then you, we, have a, a, we have something more that we need to work upon and not worrying about them feeding us and clothing us and waiting on us hand and foot. If that's not what our mission is, then what we're doing is, is, is futile, is worthless. Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, and I'll read a little bit, and then I'm going to end with a ironic blessing, and I'm done for today. Blessed are the poor in spirit, because theirs is the reign of heavens. Blessed are those who mourn, because they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, because they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, because they shall be filled. Blessed are the compassionate, because they shall obtain compassion. Blessed are the clean in heart, because they shall see Elohim. Blessed are the peacemakers, because they shall be called sons of Elohim. Blessed are those persecuted for righteousness' sake, because theirs is the reigns of heavens.
Those few couple verses right there, and I'm going to let you go, are very key. So blessed, blessed are those who thirst and hunger, or hunger and thirst for righteousness, because they shall be filled. Are we, are we, are we, is that our focus, or is that to be served? Do we want righteousness? Do we want to walk upright before the Elohim? Because he said if you thirst and hunger for it, you'll get it, you'll receive it. And if you receive this thirst and righteousness, or this hunger, this righteousness, then you won't be even thinking about putting your hand on your wife. Blessed are the compassionate, because they shall obtain compassion. When you beat your wife, is that showing compassion? Think about these things. Is that showing compassion? If you're unable to show compassion to people of your own household, how do you even expect to show compassion to those out in the world? Blessed are the peacemakers because they could be called sons of Elohim. Peacemakers. If you're in your house raising all types of hell, beating, fighting, forcing somebody to do something, is that a peacemaker? Think about these things, people. Think about these things, brothers and sisters. All right. So I hope that helped. I hope that, I hope that was enlightening. Women, if you're experience, if you're in that type of lifestyle, if you're in that right now, go to somebody, talk to somebody. Don't don't just let this person do this to you. First and foremost, pray to the most high that either he a removes them from your life or b changes them. Get closer with him first and foremost. A lot of times we do things that we don't consider Yah first. But find and seek him first. And pray that you're, you're removed from the situation or let them change. Then be go to, I would even mention to your husband, Maybe mention them with another person in the room. Go take a take a vacation. Go leave. Go with your family or something. Go get counseling. Do those avenues first. And if he's unable to change, then you got to go. And then maybe too again, it might be something demonic that's attached to him that. You need to re you need to pray and have demons removed from him. But again, you're going to not be able to do that by yourself. You're going to have to have some people that you know that's strong in prayer and strong in faith to do those things. Because a lot of times we don't realize, like like when you talk look at the book of Matthew and what the Messiah did, like certain things like what we know what we know today as schizophrenia, there was that legion that was mentioned in the scriptures, and these things were had to be casted out. So it might be a thing that has to be casted out by him. Exhaust all possible things first, sisters. So, with that being said, I'm going to leave you with the running blessing. I hope, I, I pray that it helps. I hate to get on a certain subjects like this, but this was needed. This has to be said. Um... 
and this this is this we we need to get we need to work it we need to get things together and work it out because if we're not able to work these things out in our own home, how are we going to be able to stand up against the, the, the devices of the enemy when it's time is right? The Most High is not going to be with us. Men, you're not going to be able to get the, the, the righteousness of, uh, or, or the, the power and strength of Yehuda and the 12 brothers and fight against the enemy or even call down blindness or whatever the case may be if you're doing this type of stuff to your woman, you never heard of Lot beating on his wife. What you hear, though, is she didn't listen to the instructions and she was blotted out. That's why you don't never hear her name. She's just known as Lot's wife. So, with that being said, brothers and sisters, I'm done. I don't want to take just draw this out any longer than it needs to be. All right, I love you all. Uh, be 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 uh, um, be courageous in this hour. And until next time. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, "Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is how you bless the children of Yasharal. Say to them, Yahuwah bless you and guard you. Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and show favor to you. Yahuwah lift up his face upon you and give you shalom." Thus they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I myself shall bless them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.